Alrighty, welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. Here to celebrate a brilliant away draw, a brilliant start to the season for Adelaide United. We're going to win the league. We're so good. How good are we? We're so good. Uh, Tommy's here to join me once again. Uh, What did you make of the opening round of the A-League, man? I thought the A-League, and look, unashamedly stolen, don't care, no credit. This this is true. A-League is back, baby. There were VAR blunders after 15 minutes. Common Cologne goals, commentators swearing live on commentary over a save, flooded fields, Miller losing the ball from a throw-in, fuck me's from infield mics, players swearing in post-match interviews, Beath got flattened by Grant, not sure who was the biggest idiot in that situation, Sydney FC fans throwing bottles at Izzo, I'm not for it, but I'm also not against it, kids managing to run onto the field while Nani's being interviewed on Paramount. Classic. And then they were collared by security guards, dragged off forcibly. <laughs> Kids with phones in their hands. Wellington fans with their shirts off and late, late Adelaide goals. The A-League is fucking back, baby. How good. How good. It lived up to <laughs> all of our preseason expectations where I think there was two wins out of the six games. Yeah, it <laughs> Just wasn't a- good. A lot of boring draws. Yeah, not good. Um, and this was, <laughs> I don't know how much of the Wellington game you saw on the weekend, but it was uh, not good as well. It was a slog. We'll, we'll call it a slog, I think. Yeah, we. I think we both went into the game expecting a draw. I called draw. We, I think yeah. last week we both called a one-all draw. We but, did, um, yeah. You know, given they had a man sent off early the way they did, I... I would have. I was disappointed to only get a draw after that. Mm-hmm. Not like this, Sam. Not like this. I expected a hard-fought draw, maybe similar to the one where Bernardo equalised late last season away from home, but not in a game where we look very comfortable and in control for twenty minutes. They have a man sent off. We definitely should have got three points this game. We definitely should have. Um, we'll start initially with the red card thoughts. Tough one. I don't. I mean, what stipulates in the rule an unintentional leg breaker? Is it still a red card? It's still, it's still probably a red, red card. card. Yeah, I think it's a. It's still a red card, but I do feel bad for the guy. <laughs> He's like on, de- on debut, twenty five yeah. minutes into his Wellington Phoenix debut. <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely no intent there at all. He's nah. just he slipped. Um, it's unlucky, but it is a red. So, uh, see you later. Do you think he's, he's a little bit silly for trying to go in and block the ball in that situation? Maybe just let no. Maybe just let Yavi have it. No, he was trying to win the ball and he like as it went past him mm. and he reached and then he he just his other his standing foot slipped. His studs just go straight yeah. from underneath him. That's uh it's completely unlucky. You can't tell footballers not to go for that ball. He's just unlucky. It's a red card. It's a red yeah. card. Um there was a good tweet by Rob Greenwood, who's like a football writer for the advertisers sometimes. Yeah. Um I've heard some hometown commentary over the years, but the Kiwi call is debating the clear red card at next level. Sasse might have <laughs> slipped, but that was reckless and dangerous regardless. I tell you what, after three or four years, I don't know how long it's been, three years away from Wellington, it was kind of nice to hear the biased New Zealand commentators back. Yeah, and to see the yellow fever have their shirts off only to concede an equalizer late. It's one of those moments, you're a little bit superstitious in stands, aren't you? You don't really like to sing about the score. You don't really like to rub it in too much when the game's still in the balance. I do. But, I hate a big, like, uh, you know, 
you're not singing anymore. Mm-hmm. Why? Don't do it. Yeah, one don't. Nil, one you're inviting pressure. Play. Shut up. We're going to look like idiots. Stop it. Yeah. There's a part. So I'm the opposite. I I think in games, you don't, you get fleeting moments where you're on top. And I think you should take full advantage. And I like the, the Wellington fans have that tradition where they take yeah, the they, shirt offs. They stick to it. Uh, last time we were in Wellington was 2018. Uh, Ken Ilso Brace fired us to a 3-1 victory. Ken Ilso, wow. Ken Ilso, a name you haven't heard in a while. Where, yeah, where, do, you reckon, where do you reckon he is right now? Uh, is he still in Indonesia? Last I heard, he's a taxi driver in Colombia. Is that a terrible joke? No, no. That's just what my sources tell me. Your sources. Yeah. Came across your desk, did it? Oh, yeah. It's uh, filling up my inbox on a Friday night. Can you also fax? Yeah, right. Uh, we'll, we'll go through this uh, lineup here. I want to know if you had any thoughts on it. Um, obviously, we're still no Craig starting. Ryan Kiddo up there on the wing for most of the game. It looked like Van der Sarg played right back, even though he's named because I looked like he might play on the wing. But it, <laughs> Why it, do they do that? <laughs> he definitely... He definitely was seemed to be playing right back with Kiddo's foot on the left. Yeah. Um, what did you make of this lineup? I guess it was pretty expected. It's a lineup that is obviously lacking uh, Hiroshi. It's lacking Craig Goodwin. Um, Cavallo and Johnny Yule are out. Bernardo's out. And so I guess that does kind of force your hand to play Kiddo on the left wing. That's not his best position, do you think? Uh, probably not. Uh, at this level, if it was to go back to MPL, we'd be able to slot in there easily. Um, I think it just mostly just limited our options off the bench. How so? Well, we had Kasumovic to bring on, Musatore to bring on, mm-hmm. Alligates to bring on, rather than having Bernardo, having, you know. Or oh, Irin Kunda, who's away on Oli Roo's duty. Irin Kunda, Hiroshi. I guess if Hiroshi starts, then one of those guys are on the Maybe Cloth is probably, probably on the bench. You reckon this Cloth? Yeah, uh, I think so. Blackwood was always starting. He scored goals preseason. So is Clough. So is Van der Sarg for that. Uh, <laughs> Tablecloth. Tablecloth. Cleft palette. Um, <laughs> did you rate Van der Sarg? Um, could he be the number one right back? I think he can. I just thought he had a poor game. Okay. You weren't that impressed. I think I've seen enough from him preseason to think he's a handy right back. Mm-hmm. He had his moments in this game. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it'll grow. If he can start to form a partnership with Haller in there, that is consistent. That'd be handy. That's going to help. Yeah. There was just a few disappointing ch- chance to get the ball in. He's just a horrid cross or just dark poorly or something. Just I, I saw him take a really wild lash with his wrong foot at goal um, when it's set up nicely yeah. from the edge of the box. And it's just things like that you don't really want to see. Yeah, no, you don't. Um, I... My biggest concern, I have to say, throughout the game, even before they scored, I think Lockie Barr and Popovich looked weirdly vulnerable in that game. Mm-hmm. And that I found that very concerning. In a game where against 10 men, you would expect your two centre-backs to be able to contain the one player up top. Uh, too many times, that one player up top, whether it was Priyav at the time or uh, I mean Ben Wayne came off the bench and caused trouble. Whoever it was that was isolating them in one-on-two situations. Usually Zawada. Zawada, yeah. yeah he, he was not too bad. Hey, another new signing for them. Yeah. They've got an interesting mix of uh, foreign imports. Um, don't know 
how they're going to go over the course of this. It will deviate quick to Wellington. Yeah, like obviously, Jan Sasse, you couldn't really tell what he was or what he does. He was sent off far too early in the game. That Preyev guy, he looks more troubled than he's worth, to be honest. Far too often, I thought he was more interested in trying to rile up Adelaide United players or just committing stupid professional fouls when there was no need to do it. He got booked pretty early on. I don't know how he's going to go, but yeah, you're right. The the big guy up top <clears throat> looks mobile, 190 odd centimeters. He was definitely a problem for uh, Popovich and Barr. It just seemed like a situation that was crying out for Barr to go one-on-one and Popper just to clean up everything that was going on underneath it, but they couldn't sort themselves out. No, they couldn't. They just, I don't know what was going on there, but they, I was really looking forward to this partnership this year, and I've been real happy with Popper. Bar's been okay, I think. I maybe above, just above okay. I think Lockie Bar, I'd give. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's been excellent, but he's been good enough. Six point um, five. Whereas Popovich, I've been very impressed with, uh, but they were both pretty ordinary on the weekend, and I, it's it was a it was a worry because who comes in there otherwise? You know, it's Ben Warland, I guess. Ansel was injured again, isn't he? He so. is still unfit. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's totally injured. He's definitely unavailable. Um, there was a good podcast done pre to this with Jared Walsh, Robbie Cornthwaite, Travi Dodd, Bruce Jute. Yeah. And they spoke about Ben Warland at length. And Bruce was saying uh, when he was director of football, how often he tried to get Ben Warland back at the club and how highly rated he is amongst yep. Adelaide coaching staff. And so that's, Maybe an interesting one to keep your eye on when he finds 100% fitness. He may come in for Lockie Bar and partner Popper there. Um, for me, with Milligan being a new coach, and he would obviously be taking a more thorough look at the defensive options and the defensive structure of the guys. You like I would set it up, have Popovich excel to his strengths, and then have Bar be the foil, and so fill in whatever gaps Popovich doesn't really possess at the moment which is maybe physicality maybe a bit of height and potentially the ability to read the game I think Popper sometimes and we saw that when he gave away that free kick right on the edge of the box uh, at the end of the first half which uh, it looked like it may have been a penalty that the attacker fell into the penalty area he just misjudges the bounce of the ball and then gets caught underneath it and yeah. he doesn't have the physical aspect in order to win that one-on-one possession there that's where Lockie Bar has to be a lot tighter to Popper. And I think the two of them, they do have to form, which you know you would have expected throughout preseason, but it just doesn't look like it's there yet. But they have to form a tighter bond, a, a more uh, proactive rather reactive defensive partnership. Yep, agree with all of that. Um, one of the big criticisms that Carl had last year from people was uh, use of substitutes. Um, his... His hand was forced in this game in terms of the players he could bring on, probably. Mm. Um, but do we think maybe something more could have been done earlier? Like, we brought Craig on for Van der Sar, uh, 57 in, moved Kiddo back to the defence mm-hmm. and put put uh, put Craig on the wing. Um, so kind of, that's essentially a like-for-like. Like. Musa Torre on for George Blackwood just after they scored. And then we didn't change anything else to the 87th minute when we put on an attacker for a defender. Do you think we, given how poorly everything was going and it didn't look, you know, had it stayed nil-nil, we still didn't look like we were going to score either. So could we may have done something a bit earlier? 
I wouldn't have taken Blackwood off. I this Neither. seems like this seems like the kind of game where he would have played ninety minutes. Um, given that we didn't really have any other tall timber going forward. I, th- I thought it was strange. The Goodwin sub makes sense at the time as well, because maybe he's only got half an hour in him. We are chasing yeah. the goal. We've got a man up. He may not have to work as hard. Taking we were, off we were Van- nil all when he came on. Yeah, exactly. Um, and taking off Van der Sarg for it does show attacking intent, I suppose. And that lines up Yavi. I don't, right I don't think it does. You don't think it does? You think it's No, because it just it just goes back to our usual back four. Or back four from last season or whatever. Or... Yeah, but if you have the regular back four and you take the defensive kiddo out of the wing position, that in itself is an attacking move, isn't it? No, not or really. Or bringing Craig on. You don't think so? Think so. Nah. Interesting. So I, I see it as a like for like. Um, mm-hmm. In after you've done all the like moving of positions, mm-hmm. um, I just mean in terms of like, could we have just taken another defender off for a, a one day or for Aligic or for Kasumovic and just go two up front or something? I just I would have to, I would have liked to have just seen something change. It was very one dimensional from the outset, and it was one dimensional the whole way through until we got really lucky with a, a goal at the death. It's not luck, Sam. It's the late bit show. So. It always happens, and it's happening again. You can pin your colours to the mast on a late Adelaide United goal again. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He does have plan A, and he doesn't really have plan B, does he? Unless he goes Goodwin at left back and tries to play four up front, which he didn't have the option to do, obviously, with Goodwin coming off the bench. Yeah, you're right. It would be nice to see a little bit more flexibility within the lineup. Maybe, yeah, removing one of the screening midfielders or pushing forward the attacking midfielder and playing a secondary striker or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like we made it too easy for them. We definitely made it it too easy for them to get at us on the break. We made it too easy for them to defend as well. They were just camped in. Lots of our ball movement was a bit slow. Um, There was lots of... It was very static as well. Lots of guys just standing still. Not a lot of runs being made. I, I would have been nice to get an extra body in there, I think. Just change it up a little bit. Yeah, I guess you're right because Wellington do play that 4-2-2-2 and they already are a very narrow defensive block. And so they're going to sit six in the box when you're trying to attack anyway. I, just, it, I think it just harks back to our lack of access to another special player. A, a special midfielder, you know, what Clough is supposed to be. Or yep. in the midfield, you've got Isaias and Dorigo, who are very good footballers on their own merit, but they're not Carusco and they're not Flores and they're not, they're, or they're not Riley McGree and they're not Steph Mork. Like they're not actually guys that are going to get out of midfield into the box and score goals. Yeah. And so you do, you're set up with those four up top, Blackwood, Clough, Halloran, Kiddo, Kiddo down for Goodwin or Blackwood off for Musa Torre which is in itself, I think, a negative move because, like, Musa, what do we know about this kid? He's just he's just a boy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's his debut. If you, were, if you were bringing him on to add to the attackers, oh, that would have been good. But, yeah, yeah, just kind of replacing one that was already there. Just, I don't know. We needed something different. An extra body in there. Try something because uh, it was just flat and boring. And I thought we just got real lucky. And even the, the goal we did get, I think, Halloran has not got it all that clean. It's, <laughs> no. it's very soft. And it felt like it was rolling for ages before it finally hit the net, but we'll it take just, the point. 
it, that kind of beggars belief that they don't have anyone on the back post when the keeper is positioned so far forward trying to claim a cross that has gone deep from the corner. Like Wellington lost their heads for a second there and we took full advantage. Extremely fortunate. Extremely fortunate, yeah. I don't want to, ha- uh, you know, we're not going to fly off the handle like nah. some people often oh. do when it has comes there, to Adelaide. Has there been any reaction to this that you've seen? Uh, someone in a Facebook group I saw wrote something about sucking Carl Viet, but uh, it might have been a joke. It might not have been. <laughs> I just know jest? I'm referring to, there was a few in preseason, uh, another Adelaide United podcaster absolutely flew off the handle about the season being over and any chance of silverware being gone when we lost to Brisbane. So can we just relax? Like this was, we're not going to react like that. That This was an insipid display, I thought. It was horrible. Wow. But I know, that, I know that, that far. I know that we are much better than that though. So yeah. I'm not going to be too upset about it right now. I just, it was a horrendous display, I thought. So. Damn. See, I had performance-wise a pass mark. Oh, yeah. I didn't think we were that generous. Terrible. You reckon it's generous? I th- there were good things. We were, I thought we were in control. Um, that 10 men. I thought prior to the 10 men, so I'm trying to check. Yeah. Um, based did. off the first 25 minutes, you know, the way that we cut passing lanes in the front third and in the midfield third, um, I thought Clough and Louis Dorigo did a great job screening, uh, closing down, winning possession back high up the field. Uh, it gave uh, Isaias a little bit more freedom to play deeper balls and not be as tight and compact to individuals and bring on fouls and bookings and stuff like that. I, th- I just, I thought from the outset that we had uh, nailed it and almost the red card played in Wellington's favor. Cause then they didn't have to do anything. Yeah. I don't think you can ever say that a red card works in your favor. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, that's fair. That's it doesn't. Fair. A red card never works in your favour. But in this kind of respect, when you're at home for the first time in three or four years, the red card, in a way, it takes the pressure off an attacking emphasis because it, it does it pushes you to be solid, defensively organised. Your initial outset is let's get a point, let's get a point, let's not lose this game. And so then when you do grab a goal on the break like that in the 70th minute, you're set up to do that kind of thing, expose vulnerabilities in situations. I think it almost made it easier for them, to be honest. Which I know, it's, it sounds like a stupid <laughs> thing to say. I think it's a massive store clutch, but I'm just going to let you have it and we'll move on. Um, do you have anything else you want to mention on that game before we just we can move on to some other A-League stuff very quickly, if you like? or uh, The the Goodwin love-in, what, what did you think? How did the he what? look when he came off the bench? We'll Goody. get the Goody love-in out of the way, yeah. Um, I did. We didn't move the ball well enough for him to have an impact. So um, hopefully he gets back into it a bit more. Uh, we need him firing if we're going to be on this season because we rely so heavily on him. So Can't be judged with- yet. Can't be yeah. judged. And just the other one, I guess, um, Robbie Cornthwaite's heavily involved in like content creation for Legion Art at the moment. Um, he had a little comment to say about Zach Clough and... It reads, I've said many times this offseason, Zach Clough is one name I continue to hear mentioned from within the club. I spoke to him last month, and after admitting Reds fans never saw the best of him last season, he's come back fitter than ever. He was even training in Dubai with Matty Cash and Declan Rice while on his holiday. <laughs> he's added goals to his game this offseason and could be a key cog this year. Did you see anything like that? Uh, maybe in small patches. I'd, the jury's still out on... 
I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait another week or two. Jury's out, definitely. There was a couple of opportunities in the first half where he had a, like a really good chance to deliver to Blackwood one on one in the box, yeah. and he couldn't get the ball past the first defender. He yeah. skied a couple of chances outside the box first time as well. Um, I guess all you can say is he's in the areas, and if he gets the confidence and gets that little bit of luck, he's probably going to get a few goals and assists this season. Yeah, hopefully it comes because we need it. We're going to need it. He's um, our guy. He's he's our Karuska. He's our Flores. Now, it's been our thing the last few seasons is can we get a really good number 10 in? So mm-hmm. uh, we need him firing. Tablecloth, tablecloth, cloth. Let's do it. Let's get him going. Um, any other A-League you wanted to talk about? I saw Sydney victory. Did you have a look at this? Yeah, I had a look. What do you think? Do no, these look a, like the best teams in the league? Yeah, it was a game. No, I didn't think they were anyway. No, prior, no. Nah, I don't think I had. Did I have either of these in my top four or five? Did we I, do that? I don't think I, we did it last week and I can't remember already, but I don't no, think I, I had them in. I think I had uh, City. City, City. <laughs> City, Western United. City, Might City. Have, yeah, who knows? Whatever. Who knows? Um, I thought good atmosphere, good spectacle for the opening of the new stadium for Sydney. It uh, looks good. Yeah, it does look good. And it looks like a football stadium and, you know, the cameras look great. It, it, heavy, heavy track, bogged <laughs> out. 22,000. It was a heavy 10 and 22,000 rocked up to watch that. And I thought both teams did a really good job of putting on an entertaining game. Yeah, shame about the weather. I think they would have got a lot more. Um, but... What can you do? Sydney at the moment. Uh, Sydney for the last two the, years. The big boys for Melbourne jumping on the score sheet as well. We kind of meet us D'Agostino and Volante. Mm-hmm. Uh, D'Agostino's was, uh, that was a, my pick of the goals from the weekend. That Great was a goal. Thumping header, running away from goal too. And exactly. Just it back. The neck power. Oh, mate. He just, <laughs> do you think he does crun- uh, crunches with his neck? Just Is that a thing? Pulls himself <laughs> up. I imagine it is. Is sure. that fitness? Derry butts. Wait. Hangs his dairy mutts. Dairy mutt. Just hangs his chin up on a bar and just literally chin ups. Just crunches. Chin up. We missed opportunity. Anyway, we've got MacArthur next week. They drew nil all with Brisbane. Did you see it? No. Was no, it? I didn't give a fuck. Nil nil and bullshit. Still haven't paid for Paramount. I went out to watch the Adelaide game. <laughs> so <laughs> well, did you know there's no pause rewind function? Um, I saw Charlie Austin post match because this is what we do in the A League. We ignore the game when we highlight the individual marquees. That... Yeah. He said that Brisbane were good. <laughs> I watched like the little mini thing and I thought Brisbane were pretty good. So, Okay. Maybe yeah. he's not a liar. Maybe he knows he's what he's talking about. Brisbane looked all right. Carlo Amianto looked pretty dangerous. Uh, Austin's going to be dangerous this year, I think. He's up and about. So he's got this confidence in him too that I think he, he thinks he can bully this league and snag a bunch of goals and dictate uh, the game. So... I don't know. I think he's got that typical English confidence. He'll he'll be lucky to score five goals this season. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home to Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to do the other games, but just very quickly, Melbourne City did beat Western United in the grand final replay. Uh, our man, Leo Lacroix. Lacroix. Had an absolute mare. What the fuck? So unlike him. He had an absolute mare. Um, probably, probably the worst individual performance you could possibly put out. Own goals, giving shit up in his box, just terrible. You can't be trying to do that to Jamie McLaren as well. Jamie McLaren, by the way, looked super sharp. City he looked, did, didn't he? City looked good. 
Um, good for the World Cup. Both, but- both, both keepers look good as well. They were on. Yeah, Glover had um, uh, sorry, make a few really good saves. Um, Young had thing, some crackers. The thing about the um, Leo Lacroix giving it up to Jamak is that he did the exact same thing earlier in the game and got away with it. And it's just how many times you want to make the same mistake before it is punished. So he uncharacteristically had a mare, I think. Yeah, fair. I rate him. Some I do people rate him. People let's, think he's crap, but I rate him. Let's hope in a couple of weeks he does that uh, against Adelaide as well. Hopefully. Um, it's just good to see uh, guys like Dylan Wenzel Halls lose. <laughs> it always is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Did he punt, punt any more balls into the stands? Or I wish. Keep his I nose wish. clean this game. And Steven Lustiger. They really are a team of maggots, aren't they? Like, I just, I cannot, no respect for West Neil, Neil Kilkenny. Neil Kilkenny. Managed yeah. by John Aloisi. Like, get fucked. <laughs> James Troisi. Oh, it's just, it's horrible. It's a long list. Bottom. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we have anything else to add? We're, we're happy to leave it there. One Pretty happy. Mm. Pretty happy. Um, no, I'm not happy with the result, but I'm happy no. with the A League. We said we'd back. We said we'd take a draw. So if we ignore the, uh, if we the ignore card, the actual yeah. game and just look at the score, then I guess we'll take it. But moving on, t- MacArthur. A, hopefully, yeah. we can snag something out of that. It's a tough opening away fixture um, to have to travel overseas for your first game. It's not fun. MacArthur's an interesting one. I feel like they've got a little bit of wood over us. So we've been belted in the past in MacArthur too. Yeah. This would be a curious game, even if it goes ahead. I mean, we don't know what the weather's going to be like over there. Yeah. Predictions? Or are we uh, going to leave them out? Po- postponement is my prediction. <laughs> it doesn't I'm, get played. I'm going to go MacArthur 2-1. I don't. I think we're going to take a few weeks <laughs> to get up and going, up and running. Yeah, up and ready for the first home game, October 30th against Perth. Do you yep. think we win that? And then we'll hit our stride and then the World Cup will come and fuck everything up. Yeah. All right. We'll leave it there. Happy? I'm happy to leave it there. Um, <laughs> Adelaide still to finish top two. Love that. Love that. We're going to win the league. Fuck everyone. Come on, let's not go stupid. No, nah, we're going to win the league. Fuck it. <laughs> See ya. Peace.